0: hello and welcome thank you for joining us today i'm reverend cassandra ray spiritual director of the center for spiritual living white rock we are a learning center of practical spirituality teaching a progressive inclusive and empowered spiritual philosophy and faith i come to you today from the traditional unceded territory of the coast salish first nations including to Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo nations. I believe it's important to acknowledge the land because indigenous people, culture, and spirituality are vital to the evolution of humankind. So today I would also like to acknowledge that March 8th, tomorrow, is International Women's Day, which is a movement to help forge a gender equal world So let us celebrate women's achievements, increase visibility and tend to the areas that need our attention and care. So let us ground our time together in truth and spirit as I invite you to turn within. Taking a breath to recognize the beauty of this unfolding ever present moment that is the gift from the divine and just recognizing that there is this infinite intelligence, this power and presence that is the source of all life that is infusing, providing, supporting, expressing all life everywhere. I know that it is greater than I can imagine. And yet it is this current moment, such a paradox. And yet I celebrate this paradox and I celebrate the oneness and divine connection that links us all together. And just recognizing that it is spirit itself that is breathing my breath, providing this moment, it's from this place of divine union that I claim, affirm, and know that each one here is absolutely guided by this infinite presence of love and wisdom. That each one here is here for divine purpose, And not just here in this moment, but here in this life, here in this world, here in this present time. I know that the spirit within each one is guiding us all into this next evolution, this next phase of the unfoldment of each one of us. And so I affirm that this time together supports the unfolding of the spiritual magnificence of each one that there is a love that enfolds each one. There is something that is said or sung or chanted that moves each one of us in the exact right and perfect way to open the mind and heart to that next evolution. Oh, how good it is to know we stand on the edge of our greater good. And so I celebrate the ability to connect across the globe, to be here together, hand in hand. I allow that felt sense of connection, that tenderness of a hug, that squeeze of a hand. I allow that energy to be present right here, wherever each one is on their personal path or in their physical space. I affirm that this gentle yet powerful energy of love and connection is right here giving what exactly is needed. So with great joy of what's to come next, I release these words, this prayer into that divine law of mind that has already said, yes, I let it be. And so it is. Mm. I am so excited to welcome our musician today, Beverly Elliott, accompanied by Chris Noland. She is a successful Vancouver-based singer and songwriter. She describes her music as earthy, inspiring folk with a pop twist, and she has released four CDs. And Beverly performs regularly in concert, at festivals, and at benefits. Do you remember that? I can't wait until she is doing that again in person. She has over 100 film and TV credits and is well-known around the world for her recurring role as Granny on the ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. Her theatrical career has taken her across Canada. She has written and performed two one-woman shows, and thankfully, she is here with us today. Welcome Beverly and Chris. Thank
1: Thank you. you. Thank you. Our pleasure. Wake up, wake up. There's a new day waiting. Wake up, wake up, let possibilities appear, turn your empty glass into an overflowing cup. Wake up, wake up, let go, let go of everything you think you know let go let go gotta make some room to grow ball up all your fears and toss them far as you can throw let go
0: let
1: go cause you've got nothing to lose and nothing that you've got to prove you know than anybody what you gotta do move on move on put your feet on solid ground move on move on take a look at what's around there is love in every heart you look upon move on Move on Right now, right now Is all we really know we have Right now, right now Accept the good, accept the bad God is on your side And love will always win somehow Right now, right now You've got nothing to prove And nothing that you're gonna lose and you know better than anybody what you gotta do Wake up, wake up There's a new day waiting here Wake up, wake up Let possibilities appear Turn your empty glass into an overflowing cup. Wake up,
0: wake
1: up. There's a brand new sunny day. Wake up, wake up. Gonna throw those fears away. There's a brand new sunny day. Wake up, wake up. There's a brand new day for you. Wake, wake up, wake up. up. You know what you're going to do. Wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Little <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, what is the next stage of your evolution? We've actually been preparing for this question for two months now. In January, 2021, we focused on cultivating radical compassion as we learned and practiced RAIN. Tara Brock taught us this acronym and that 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 helps us tend to the emotions that come in between where we are and where we want to be. RAIN is the mindfulness practice of R, recognizing our emotions, A, allowing them to be, I, investigating our underlying beliefs and needs, and N, Nurturing ourselves with loving words and actions. That's how we began this year together. And in February, we then, Rain took us right into the fourfold path for healing ourselves and the world, brought to us by Desmond and Mpho Tutu in their book of forgiving. We learned to step out of the revenge cycle and to choose the forgiveness cycle, which calls us to tell the story, name the hurt, grant forgiveness and renew or release the relationship. Both of these fabulous resources help us to be present and to clear the way so that we're available for the next stage of our evolution. And this month, we continue the transformational journey via Life Visioning by Michael Bernard Beckwith. And he writes on page six, The life visioning process is a life-changing spiritual technology of conscious participation in the evolution of your consciousness. And guess what? The life visioning process, which I also call just visioning, teaches us that the key to understanding the next stage of your evolution Is the willingness to admit that you don't know and to live in the question. What? Yes, that's right. Be willing to not know and ask. You know, this is radical because Western culture tells us that we should know the answers. I mean, even just think about the educational system. For most, it teaches answers that you will memorize and prove you know by taking a test. And you generally raise your hand when you know the answer, right? There's some sort of appearance of vulnerability protection when you know the answer. But visioning asks us to let go of knowing and embrace the question because, and Beckwith writes on page 88, asking questions indicates that we are willing to seek and receive intuitively guided answers which is why there are visioning steps that include a questioning process. In fact, four of the seven steps of visioning are questions. So the majority of them are questions. And here's how you consciously participate in the evolution of your consciousness by using visioning. I'm going to give you an overview of these seven steps and we will be exploring these topics for the month of March. So number one, meditate into unconditional love to open your heart. And number two, begins our first question. And you can write down any insights, feelings, images, or intuitive knowing that emerges from asking the following questions What is Spirit's highest idea of itself as my life? What is Spirit's highest idea of itself as my life? Step number three is to ask, What qualities? must I cultivate to manifest this vision? Step four is to ask what qualities must be let go in order to manifest this vision? The fifth step is to ask what qualities do I already possess that will serve this vision? And the sixth step is to say yes to Spirit's highest vision for your life. And the seventh and final step that I want to read to you from one page, on page 157, is to feel down in your bones a gratefulness and appreciation for the vision and for the awareness that it is indeed already unfolding. Mm, Isn't that beautiful? So you're going to be in love and you're going to ask, 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 and then you say yes and you feel grateful. That's the overall process. Yeah, asking for spirit's highest vision Ask what qualities to cultivate, what qualities to let go of, what qualities do you already have? Say yes and be grateful. So I wanna just point out here that visioning is quite different than visualizing. Visualizing or seeing and feeling your future and what you want to experience is an important spiritual practice. And this month, we're exploring this next stage of our evolution through visioning. And Beckwith writes on page 87, when we practice visioning, we connect to the changeless aspect of our ground of being, which intuitively informs us of what and how we are to shift in consciousness so that we may embody the next stage of our evolution. I love connecting with the changeless and because it's so, I don't know, anxiety releasing. (laughs) To remember that amongst all that is shifting, changing, and evolving, there is always something that is changeless. Yes, I love remembering this that there is something that is changeless. And in the Science of Mind book, in the glossary, Ernest Holmes defines the changeless for us. And he says, The changeless refers to the one that cannot change by the reason of the fact that being all, there is nothing for it to change into but itself. The one cause back of all never changes, but it constantly creates forms, and so we perceive a changing form within that which is changeless. So there's this dance between the changeless and change as the one cause naturally expresses itself by creating new forms and spoiler alert, it creates new forms through you. And Beckwith tells us that The practice of life visioning connects to the paradox of how change and changelessness combine to support transformation. So as you and I engage in this dance, it requires us to recognize the changeless that exists at the center of our being while also being willing to give up our own smaller and safer versions of ourselves in order to live and naturally evolve into spirit's highest vision. Just wanna highlight that, that I believe that you naturally evolve into spirit's highest vision. So what is Spirit's highest idea of itself as you. Are you willing to surrender to it? Who said anything about surrender? (laughs) Right? There can be some resistance to surrender. Not many enjoy letting go of control, um, myself included. But what if surrender means letting a power greater than you love, support, and carry you into the next stage of your evolution? What if surrendering means allowing the changeless to create a new form in your life? And would you like that? Would you like a new form of spirit's highest vision in your life? Beckwith writes on page 89. With practice, you will notice that surrender occurs incrementally when you yield to what is trying to emerge. Be encouraged by knowing that you are releasing that which inhibits the next stage of your evolution and embracing what contributes to it. So surrender can mean yielding to what wants to emerge. Letting go of what no longer serves and embracing what contributes to your next evolution. And nature's most beautiful example of this is of course, the butterfly. Starting out as an egg. And did you know that some butterfly eggs are the size of the head of a needle? You know, like just a pin, like the the size, that they smaller than my like pinky nail super tiny little butterfly egg hatches into a caterpillar, which is actually the larva of a butterfly. And during this stage, its job is literally to eat and grow, eat and grow, eat and grow. That is the caterpillar's job. In fact, it grows so much that most caterpillars molt four to five times. It literally grows too big for its own skin, and so it grows a new one and sheds the old one. It surrenders to its new, larger form. Eat and grow, eat and grow. And when it's ready, it encases itself in a silky cocoon, enters this chrysalis stage. We're almost All of it is dissolved by enzymes into a caterpillar soup. But not everything is dissolved. Not everything. You see, all along, there were imaginal disks, which are collections of cells that have the blueprint for the body parts that are yet to come the body parts that are needed for the butterfly that you can't even imagine associating with the caterpillar, but they're already there. They're already there all along. Even if you can't see them, don't have a need for it, it's already there. And so Beckwith writes, the butterfly does not contradict The caterpillar, it is a natural stage of its unfoldment. At some point, the caterpillar surrenders to the impulse of transforming into a butterfly. Surrender is simply saying, I am available to what seeks to emerge through and as me. What is spirit's highest vision of itself as you? And are you available to what seeks to emerge through and as you? You have imaginal disks inside of you too. The blueprint for what wants to emerge as you is already here in its entirety within you. And in order to allow the metamorphosis, the natural evolution of your soul, you must be willing to live in the question. What is spirit's highest idea of itself as me? Feed your soul. Grow too big for your skin. Take up more space than you are comfortable with shed what no longer fits for you, and discover the happiness, the purpose that already exists within you. Beckwith tells us that the happiness does not need to be created. You don't have to create happiness. It is there for you to discover it already here. Living in the question brings new insights into awareness. Insights that undo limiting beliefs you might have picked up about yourself. Insights that bring new ideas, ushering you into the next stage of evolution. And in fact, insights that can bring you to making a new decision where you draw a line in your sand, where you make a note where this will no longer happen. And I am moving into this next stage of evolution. In the same way that living in the question helps us evolve individually, it also helps us evolve collectively. What is spirit's highest idea of itself as the center for spiritual living, White Rock? What is spirit's highest idea of itself as Canada or the country that you're currently in? What is spirit's highest idea of itself as women? Hello, International Women's Day 2021. Do you feel the shift in mindset and possibility when you start living in the question? when the question is the doorway for that blueprint to, to come to life. The question invites the change list to create new forms. And the question is actually the answer. So this week, I'd like you to spend time doing two things. Here's your practice for this week. Here's how you prepare yourself for the next stage of evolution, for this next vision of spirit as you. Number one, sit quietly in the unconditional love of the changeless, the unconditional love of the divine. Now, because we're human, it might really help for you to simply remember a time when you felt loved. When did you feel loved? Maybe it was by a person or by a pet. The spirit expresses its love for you through many, many ways. So you simply sit quietly for a moment until you feel love. And then number two, ask. What is spirit's highest idea of itself as me? Simply ask. Do this every day and write down what comes up. Just make a note of what you see, what you feel, what you imagine, what you hear. And you can do this right before you go to sleep at night or right after you're ready for the day. Attach it to something you do daily so that you'll remember. So you'll remember to do it. And just make it easy for yourself. And you can ask the same question every day, you know, like about yourself, what is spirit's highest vision of itself as me, or you can ask a new question every day. I gave you some examples earlier and simply see what comes up and we will continue playing with living in the question all month. But for starters, just start with these two things, feeling love and asking a question about spirit's highest idea and see what comes up. You are entering the next stage of your evolution and the changeless is delighted in your evolution. And I am so glad that we get to do this together. Let's live in the question together Let's revel in not knowing and throw our hearts and minds open for discovering how spirit wants to come into form as you, as me, as us. And so it is.